0: The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at MSLandBank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. We were talking about this NFL playoff weekend. We just happened to, we hit it for like five minutes, you know. We heard what... um, Tom Brady had to say about playing against Washington this weekend. We heard what Chase Young had to say. We heard from Breeze, you know, and you're looking at these games. And listen, something hits me. Because we had this conversation earlier in the show about this. And we and it's an ongoing conversation on this show and others about this widening gap in college football. And DJ, who's an Ohio State fan, and to his credit, he's very pragmatic about it. He called in earlier and he goes, it's true. You know, you got Alabama, uh, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, and then this other school that's got in there a couple of times, Notre Dame, and other than that, it's just, that's it. That's all it is up there. And then everybody else is on the other side of the Grand Canyon. That's how big the gap is in college football. And it ain't changing anytime soon. There's They can't even figure out how to change it. The reason they can't is because recruiting. That's why. And then we start glancing at these NFL games. All right, so first of all, this is this is technically wild card weekend this weekend, right?
1: That's yeah. what it is. Wild well, card. weekend. there's
0: there's a couple extra teams in the playoffs
1: this year because of the COVID stuff, right?
0: Couple of extras, but they've been talking about expanding this thing anyway, and and did, you know, and and then the other discussion was playing more games, which I don't know that the players really wanted to do that. But regardless, we sit right here and we look at what the NFL is and what they do. And on Wild Card Weekend, we've got six ball games. Twelve out of thirty two teams involved in this thing. Including teams with sub 500 records like Washington at seven and nine. I know it's a rarity, but every year, wild card weekend and others, JB, you get the Bears at eight and eight in the playoffs. Okay. And as much criticism they've got about their offense and Mitch Trubisky and all this kind of stuff, don't tell that to Bears fans. Do you think Bears fans are really excited? about the possibility that their team could pull the upset in New Orleans this weekend? Yes, yeah, they have to be. Absolutely they're excited. Yeah. Okay. All these other teams that are in the playoffs, this weekend wild card weekend, more teams in it, but you got a bunch of teams with double digit wins. My point is this. The NFL is so much better than college football. At parity? At parity at postseason, at interest, therefore at fan following and fan passion and TV ratings and everything. Yeah. It is so much better. Okay. And you've got example after example of why. Just look at your screen of the schedules for you know this weekend. It is so clear why it is so much better.
1: Well, I mean, you've got a you've got a smaller sample size of players. You, well, you yeah. Made, you made that point, I guess, Monday. Was it college teams, you know, have 85
0: guys on the roster? Pro teams, 53. 53. So smaller? Yes. Smaller. And, and they can go out and if they lose one, they can go sign one tomorrow, you know. Well, and just,
1: exactly. Because if let, let's just take Jared Goff, for instance, let's say he can't play this weekend. You know who his backup was doing about six months ago? What he was a lawyer or something like He's that. He's a financial planner. Yeah, financial planner. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when I heard that the other day, I thought, man, the NFL just finds guys that are good because you know as well as I do. I mean, you play pro ball. The guys you played against in Germany were were better than the guys you played against in college, right? Yeah, some of them.
0: Not I mean, it's, them.
1: it's a next level though. Yeah. Well, That's the NFL
0: idea. doesn't have any bad players. None. None, because they're paying them for it. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing about it, JB. This is my point. That is a great point. Yes, that is true. They don't have any bad players in the NFL. It's 32 teams. But, man, we're talking 12 out of 32 teams are in the playoffs uh, this weekend. Yeah. Okay? We're pushing, not there, but pushing close to half the league think about the interest that they generate by doing that. Think about the interest they generate throughout the regular season. And you go, yeah, but Matt, they have this one last weekend where teams sit their players. Well so what? They're playing this weekend. The Colts at 11 and five. they the Colts went out last year, dumped their quarterback brought in Philip Rivers. They're in the playoffs. the bills at 13 and three. okay, Washington at seven and nine. We talked about the Bears at 8-8, and but these matchups. But let's look at the Browns. A few years ago, was there a worse organization in all of pro sports than the Cleveland Browns? No. And I mean, just year after year after year of first-round picks and multiple first-round picks and screwing it up and this coach and that coach and Freddie Kitchens as the head coach and just firing. They were terrible. Look at them. And I know it's a different year. They are capable of being at the very bottom of their level of competition for a decade or more, and then all of a sudden they go 11-5, and five and they got a chance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, you're in Pittsburgh, they're favored. Don't tell that to Cleveland fans. They have a chance. Find me the worst team. Dallas, one of the worst teams, right, this year. Dak gets hurt. Offense sputters without him. Uh, defense was like historically bad. Guess what? Dallas fans will be thinking at the beginning of next year with a healthy DAC and a draft pick or two.
1: We can win a Super
0: Bowl. We can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, there are no teams in college football anywhere near the bottom of their level of competition. Not even in the middle of their comp- level of competition. Let alone the bottom that will go into next year with. Any illusion of having a shot at winning anything significant. That's the reality of college football. And I know it is what it is because you got 120 something teams. I get it. Of all different sizes and shapes. And oh, by the way, recruiting. But the NFL is so much better. Every single year, you can have a Washington at seven and nine with a home playoff game. Hosting Tom Brady and with a defensive line that, guess what, if they play well, they just may win this game and move on in the playoffs, even Mm -hmm. though they're a nine-point underdog. Every Washington fan believes they have a legit shot at winning this game and moving on. And with where they were preseason, even during the season, you don't get that dynamic in college football. I don't know how you get it. I don't have
1: the answer. I don't think you. I don't think you get it until you turn it into a business, and we can say all the things we want to say right now that college football is not a business, but it it, it is, but it's not. hmm That's
0: a really good point because School's it's not supposed to be right.
1: No, and it, and until you get rid of the NCAA and get a commissioner of college football, uh, and and maybe going back to what you were saying earlier about some of these teams like Coastal and others that don't have a shot at at getting in. Maybe there's a, uh, a commissioner for the Power Five, one for G Five, et cetera, et cetera, and they all just handle it their own way. Mm-hmm. But, and, but, but I, I think there are too many sports fans and too many ads and presidents that that want to just say, "Well, it, it's not a business," you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it is, and and it's it's somewhat crazy to me that your uh, nuclear aeronautics engineering professor. Is is making maybe one hundred fifty grand a year, mm-hmm. and your football coach is making five million.
0: That's right. Well, so it is a business. That's right. Isn't that what you are yeah. saying? So it it's is what, a business. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it, it's a facade though of well, a business. What if I look at it this way? Okay. What if I frame it this way, JB? All right. The your your football program is the most important. Arm of your marketing department if you're a university. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's the window to your university. It's the front door. Uh, All these studies have been done about economic impact in Tuscaloosa, in the state of Alabama, when Alabama's good, when Alabama and Auburn both are good, you know, the hundreds of millions of dollars of economic impact that it means for that state, for those towns, for those areas, all that kind of stuff. But when you look at that it also translates into enrollment okay there are other studies that have been done about the ever increasing enrollment at the University of Alabama including the ever just skyrocketing numbers of out of state students coming and paying out of state tuition at University of Alabama since football got good
1: i like the way you put that you
0: see you see what i mean
1: <laughs> since football
0: got good yeah
1: you mean since they got real
0: shootal Right, they brought in Saban started. and started, yeah. and so it has this huge impact. So it's almost like it's, they're going, well, $10 million that we pay saving every year. Could we go out and buy $10 million worth of advertising every year that would bring that many students onto our campus? No. No. And we go, the aeronautics guy making $150,000 a year, well, we'll pay him more. Because of football, if it gets good, the enrollment will go up. We'll have twice as many kids in his classroom, and we'll pay him twice as much. Because then, you know what we're talking about now, JB? Yeah. A business. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we're talking about a business. Well, that's why certain
1: colleges specialize in certain things. Like you know, state has the best school. Ole Miss has a, a great journalism school and law school. Mm-hmm. So it, it it just caters, and and to me. We had this discussion at Deer Camp last weekend. I mean, Matt, if you'd been offered to Alabama, Mississippi State, Clemson, Ole Miss, Southern, Ohio State, how tempted would you have been to go to Alabama or Ohio State at that point in time?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely you would have. Well, and for me, living about 45 miles from Tuscaloosa.
1: I mean, I don't know. You may have been offered by Alabama. I know you were offered by Auburn. No, I was not offered by Alabama. So. But 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 you see what what I'm saying it's these it's it's just the it's just like the lure of the kid that lives in California and wants to be a vet and said state's got one of the best vet schools in the country sure I'm going to go there, and the football player says well heck if I'm this good why can't I go play at Ohio State or why mm-hmm. can't I go to Clemson or
0: Alabama and it goes back to what we said a while ago the rich get richer and the poor get poorer sure and and it's a very capitalistic system isn't it. Yes, And it's not like I have a problem with it. I'm not saying I have a problem with the setup. Right. What I've done is I've come around and gone, well, all of a sudden I'm starting to think that this isn't healthy. This isn't sustainable like this. Mm-hmm. It's got, you know, I got news for you. The Cleveland Browns and the Washington football teams of college football, their fan bases are they're going away now you it may be incremental and it may be over time but even right now if we're being honest jb mm-hmm. the statistics show that across yep. all of college football the ratings have steadily declined the home, the attendance at home games across all of college football have steadily declined more people staying at home more people spending their discretionary dollars elsewhere with the exception of basically one or two schools, and that's Alabama and Ohio State. That's not sustainable.
1: Mm-mm. Well, and think how far schools like USC and UCLA have, have, have bottomed out the oh, last boy. few years.
0: Oh, man. You know? Because, in a lot of ways, because of where they are. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hour three just getting started. Y'all stick around.